0: so I'm part of the 1%. I love the Twilight movies. I'm not a Drake fan. Obama and Donald Trump are pretty much the same person. I drink watered-down juice. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is super fucking boring. Video games are only fun if they're super challenging. I started vaping before I started smoking cigarettes. Now I vape again. And I'd rather tell the truth than spare your feelings. Cause I'm Matt Dragon Baby and this is Dragonland. A while for me. It feels like it's been a long time. Because unfortunately, I I, I I I like to try to protect myself. I, for one, believe in the plague that tried to take us out as humans, once um known as COVID-19. But it has become so common to catch. COVID on vacation that we should just start calling that being homesick right? No, (laughs) But seriously I didn't even go anywhere my wife and my son went on a cruise and they came back with the BH241X39C variant I'm not sure if that's what it is but I know we caught some shit that I've never had before. And it fucking sucked, man. It sucked, man. I got every single symptom. The only thing is I didn't lose my taste, my sense of taste, and I didn't get a fever. But for some reason, it felt like my blood was like made of ice. I could not for the life of me get warm, but I didn't have a fever. It's so fucking weird. It is so strange. There was this weird metallic taste in the back of my throat. I don't, I don't, I, I, I but I could still taste regular things. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know what it was. I, it, the worst headache and the worst congestion that I'm still trying to like get through. I, I, I popped a negative test this morning, baby. I'm negative in this i I'm super positive on life. But I'm negative with COVID, which is super awesome because now I get to continue to do what I wanted to do, which fucked me up because I was supposed to have a bunch of guests on, which delayed me a week. And now I have not to start from scratch, but I have to make sure I I can schedule these guys in properly. I hope you guys have been enjoying all my previous guests. What we had David Sampson on last episode. The one before that, we had my two homies, Raymond and Wilson, from Bad Kids Production, baby. Us three, that's what we do. We make movies. I think the one before that one was my was the pure pressure episode. That one was fucking fire. So again, what with that one was with Fuego and Juice. Juice did a little performance on that one. And Fuego actually owes us a performance, the motherfucker. I know he's gonna listen. No. <laughs> so, I hope I could um get these mother uh, new motherfuckers in. I have so I have this streamer, his name is Dosudo. He is fucking dope. Check his shit out. Uh, I have a powerlifter named Justin. He's fucking cool. He's fucking funny as shit, and also another movie buff. That one's gonna be fun. Uh, hopefully I can get another a few other people in here, and uh, we can get on that bitch. I also want to do a little few uh, a few little announcements. I have a new EP coming out. It's a three song mixtape coming out in September. It is hop punk. All right, if you can get into my mindset a little bit. I've talked about it before how I like to combine hip hop and punk elements together, and I kind of did a thing. So I've I've taken two thousand punk rock songs and covered them over like trap inspired instrumentals. It's pretty fucking fire, and that's going to be dropped in September. I'm thinking about calling it "Trap Goes Punk." If you want to do some little homework and go look up pop goes punk, that was a really cool thing that used to happen back in the day that I that I want to relive in my own little in my own little spectrum, and that is trap goes punk. It's a three song mixtape coming out in September. Uh, I will let you guys know more about that. I am also going to try to be vlogging my experience. At a film festival, you guys. We talked about that in the Bad Kids production episode. We are, me me, and my two homies, Ramon and Wilson, are going to Miami for a film festival. Hopefully, we're going to come back with a fucking award for a furry friend. That is located on my link tree. That movie, the movie, A Furry Friend, is in my link tree. That is in my bio on my Instagram. It is in a bunch of other places. Definitely fucking check out A Furry Friend. Nominated for its second award. Let's hope we come back with one in September. Holy fucking shit. Thirdly, lastly, with the little allow- announcements, I am starting a YouTube channel. It's going to be all audio stuff. <laughs> and this is it's actually for my horror story lovers out there. I am going to be doing a creepypasta inspired YouTube channel where I, I do like little scary voices and do stuff. I have I have a little little idea where I'm going to like drop up a Dragonland podcast where you guys are going to think it's a regular episode and then it's going to get all scary and then you're going to be like holy shit this is not a regular fucking episode. Oh my god. But that's just a little that's a little easter egg. It's not going to happen now. Uh not not going to happen now, I promise. We're going to do we're going to do something cool today. We're going to do something really fucking fun today. And I think it's really fucking fun. And I don't care if you don't think it is. No, I I do. Because I know you are. And this is conspiracies that turned out to be true. Yeah. There's a few in here that I want to talk about that sound pretty fucking crazy. All right. So let's start. Operation Paperclip. Ooh. All right, so Operation Paperclip. After World War II, the United States created a secret joint intelligence objective agency in which they brought more than 1,600 German scientists. Let me bring that back. In, after World War II, the United States launched launched a secret objective. What the fuck do they call it? They launched a secret objective agency in which they brought 1600 german scientists world war ii where we fucked up the nazis the united states was like hey after we fucked y'all like all y'all asses up now we're gonna take your scientists 1600 of german nazi scientists from world war ii america was like Give them here. Bring them, bring them over here, so that I can, I can, I can use your scientists, engineers, and technicians. Holy shit! Many who were directly involved with the Nazi Party, motherfucker. That is known as Operation Paperclip. Hmm. Strategically. We thought we were like, yo, let's take a bunch of Nazi scientists so we can get a leg up on Russia right after World War II because after World War II we had what the Cold War. Yeah, yeah, that's fucked. So we thought we were like some like some badasses that were like, oh, let's fucking take a bunch of Nazis and use them against Russians. What the fuck you think the Russians did? You didn't you don't think they did the same exact thing, huh? Huh, America, of course, of course they did. The the fuck you? There was not only sixteen hundred Nazis scientists. There was a lot more than that, I'm sure. But that was Operation Paperclip, motherfuckers. Holy shit! Next one, Operation Snow White. Mm. This one's weird. Operation Snow White. Okay. So many of us know the church of Scientology, right? A lot of us know them as some crazy ass motherfuckers who believe some crazy ass thing like when you die you inherit a planet and some you are a the, the being of your center of your universe and if you lay on the ground facing the east, the soul from which you are recycled returns to the earth through the pyramid. It's some crazy shit. And I'm telling you, I, that, that's that's real. I just sound crazy when I say it because it's fucking crazy. But check this motherfucker. So those motherfuckers, I believe, that crazy ass motherfucking shit. 5,000 of them infiltrated, infiltrated, 136 government agencies. Motherfuckers snuck in to these different agencies and scrubbed all the information, like just shred and deleted a bunch of fucking documents related to L. Ron Hubbard. L. Ron Hubbard is their god. A.K.A. one of the people, actually the person who wrote the most fictional stories in all of humanity. L. Ron Hubbard did that. He is like the greatest science fiction writer of all people. And he has a church called Scientology who have people that are so fucking smart and so witty that they spied their way into 136 Government agencies and deleted information about the motherfucker L. Ron Hubbard. They did this. That is Operation Snow White. That is fucked, my guys. Oh, 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 breaking, breaking fucking news. Breaking news in Orlando. Breaking news. Oh, stunning video. We're going to we're going to breaking news straight into some headlines. Uh 1 hour August 20 1 hour ago August uh 22nd 2022 at 12:22 p.m. That's fucking crazy. August 22nd 2022 at 12:22 p.m. That's fucking crazy. That's such a weird timestamp. Okay, so an incredible video uh, of a plane crash landing in Orlando reportedly suffered mechanical problems. A plane fucking flew out of the sky and crash landed in the middle of Orlando. What the fuck? Okay, so they have eyewitness report. And it goes, I heard a Boom! And I looked out the window and I said, "Oh my God, what happened?" (laughs) That's how that's how they say it there. Oh, hold on. Uh, Okay, so and then another lady from across the street actually told Fox, thirty five, Orlando. I was shocked. I was shaking because maybe he died, or is something. And the first thing I thought was, "Oh my God, are you okay?" and then the pilot says yes I'm okay so the pilot survives and everybody's super dramatic it's actually like one of those little like private planes and it landed in the middle of the fucking street on one of those like four ways it's pretty badass they have another um eyewitness report from somebody who was in the car and says, oh my God, bro, holy fuck! There's a person inside Um, referring to the person inside of the airplane. So that's pretty fucking crazy. This happened on August 22nd, 2002 at 1222 p.m. in Orlando, Florida. That is fucking crazy. Jesus Christ. I... What was he doing? Was he drinking? I think he was drinking. Were you drinking and flying, guy? You're drinking and flying, guy, and then you had a crash land in my hometown. That's where I'm from. What if I was there? What if you didn't land on the fourth thing? What if you landed on somebody's house? They would have thought it was a tornado or something. Knowing, and then, and they would have reported it as a tornado. No knowing Orlando, they would report it as a tornado. Everybody was like, oh my god, we gotta have a memorial for the tornado. And they're like, yo, guys, it was not a fucking tornado. Why does everybody keep calling it a tornado? It was a, it was a drunk asshole who was flying an airplane. Super fucking unfortunate, my guy. Um in celebrity news. Uh, these celebrities are accused of causing the drought in Los Angeles, okay? So among these names is Sylvester Stallone, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, Kim, and Courtney Kardashian. Okay, as Southern California struggles with its third year of its punishing drought and unprecedented water restrictions, there are these these hor- horrific human beings: Sylvester Stallone, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Kevin Hart, and Kim N. Courtney Kardashian are named in this article to be the causes, the sole causes of the drought in Southern California. Can you believe what's going on here? Let me put it into perspective. These people are multi-million, two billionaires. You understand what their houses look like? You you think they're you think their grass? Is, is orange? No. You think their houses actually catch on fire? No. Do, do you think that Kevin Hart's goat farm or when he had his chickens are, I'm pretty sure one of them have a fucking farm in their backyard. Do you think that their chickens are thirsty? No. Do you know how much water it takes to wash Kim Kardashian's ass? That's what this article is trying to tell us. That Dwayne the Rock Johnson, he's the size of Southern California. You're telling me that his sweat isn't enough for everybody? I know, I know, it's enough for me. I'm pretty sure that if I had a dis A water distillation uh, thing. I could use all the sweat that that man's body produces, and I can, I can curve, I can curve the, I can, I can curve this drought. I need you to understand that, because in Los Angeles. Kevin Hart, Dwayne, The Rock Johnson, Sylvester Stallone, and Kim and Kourtney Kardashian need to be stopped. They need to be stopped. We can't handle more droughts in Los Angeles, people. That's that's celebrity news. Okay. I'm not I'm going to be a little insensitive. What are the signs of a mass shooter? This is of the New York Times. Okay. This is in the New York Times. I feel like it's my duty to report on how the New York Times feels are warning signs of a mass shooter i i I need to see how what, what exactly does the new york times think are warning signs of of a mass shooter okay while some mass shootings are committed by people with diagnosed mental illnesses a life crisis is a better predictor of violence, researchers say. Life crises are better predictors of violence. There's that word of per- predicting. Predicting. Can, can you really predict when a psychopath is going to get a, a giant weapon and and murder a bunch of people with it? Is that something that we can actually predict? These researchers say yes. Uh, I don't know. Many experts who study how to prevent mass shootings have come to focus on marked changes in behavior, demeanor, appearance, uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic fights and arguments. So fights and arguments that are Uncharacteristic. I don't know why they fucking. I don't know why they phrased it like that. Or, or people actually telling others of plans of violence. Listen, listen. Uh, I I think um most people should and are, but most people should. If you're not, you you should. But I think most people are reporting when somebody is is planning out mass violence that's something that should be happening that's not that's not snitching okay that's that's preventing a psychopath from murdering a bunch of people and that's something we should definitely you know come into agreement upon just because you know he's your son you shouldn't buy him that crazy weapon because his favorite game is a bus that runs over people I think you should look into. <laughs> I, I, I think we should pay a little more attention to, you know, the the, the psychopath who, who who likes, you know, to hurt little animals. But I digress. Okay, so the freshman who walked into the high school cafeteria in Marysville, Washington in 2014, with his father's 40-caliber Beretta, did not fit anyone's profile of a mass murderer. He was a crack athlete. He embraced his Native American traditions, wearing a headdress at a tribal event and offering freshly killed deer to his grandma. Well, there's the problem right there. He was popular, so much so that he had been elected Homecoming prince. He, this guy had no history of mental illness. All right, so he had no mental illness, just what his classmates described as bad moods that would occur uncharacteristically from time to time. So this guy would have super bad moods randomly from time to time. Again, Going into what I was saying that these experts don't know what the fuck they're talking about is you cannot predict when somebody is going to be violent just because they have a pattern of bad moods. That doesn't make any fucking sense. That's all they're trying to say is that the, the, only, the only indicator that this person who committed a heinous mass murder, mass murder, the only characteristic that stuck out to them was that he had bad moods sometimes that that's exactly what I'm trying to say you cannot predict when somebody is going to just explode and do something crazy that that, 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 that there there that's a hole in the New York Times article right there there is no red flag to seeing when a psychopath is going to commit something this atrocious, like something like that heinous of an act. No no one can say when it's going to happen. The only way we could be prepared for something that's going to happen, such as a mass murder, is to be armed themselves. Is a good guy with a gun present... And able and willing to stop a bad guy with a gun. The only thing that stops bad guys with guns is good guys with guns. It's the it's 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 super cliche to say, but it, it is honestly one of the hugest truths. Yeah. As somebody who does not own, I will eventually own. <laughs> Now that I just said that, by the time this is out, I am I am legal. I am allowed to do these things. I, I am I'm, I'm capable of doing it. It is actually my Second Amendment right to bear arms to protect myself against somebody who is trying to do harm onto me or my family or my property. So to answer your question... New York Times, no, there are no red flags for mass murders, you fucking asshole. That doesn't make any sense. You have to understand the psychopathy of human. And to understand when random violence is is to occur is to try to understand why the sky is blue. We get it, but there's no way that you can change it. So you have to try to work with it. And the only way to stop a bad person is to be a really good, trained, good person. Easy. Easy dub. Those are the main headlines for today. You know, sometimes it's not funny. Sometimes it is. <laughs> There is a lot that happens in this fucking world. And there's a lot. Th- this there's a lot that I try to use this platform to try to understand, and that's why I try to have the people that I do on my my platform. You know, I try to start the beginning off humorously, and then I move into a little more intellectual conversation towards the end, only because that's the type of people who listen to my my stuff. You know, they. They enjoy witty banter, but they also like to learn something, at the same time be entertained. That is Dragon Baby. <laughs> oh my god, how pretentious could I be? I just, I'm just i just trying to find uh, a different segue into what I want to say, and what I wanted to say is uh, dick sandwiches. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I actually uh, did a little Q&A on my Instagram, so I want to... Excuse me. I've done a little Q&A on my Instagram, so I want to see if there are any questions that have been asked of me. Uh, uh, first question that has been asked of me is, when can I suck on your big black dick? Uh, I don't go that way. Thank you for your offer. Next question. When do I release my podcast? Every two days, I drop my podcast. Every two motherfucking days, my guys. Every two days, I'm trying to get back on it. I have fucking really not been on it because I was dying of COVID all last week. So that... (laughs) that it that that is it um do you think twitter can predict the future i think people on twitter there there's definitely some people in there that can predict the future whether they realize they did predict the future or not I don't think they. Un- I don't think they know they picked predicted the future. I think they're just talking mad shit. But there are some some threads where you're like, "What the fuck?" and then it happens, and you're like, "Holy shit! These people all called it." So, I I, I think, yeah. Look, come on. Look, another question, and this goes into what I was talking about earlier. And I kind of think, do you think media vultures perpetuate mass shootings? Do I think the media? Do I think the media could perpetuate a mass shooter? I believe the media could inspire copycat. I really, I really do. I really do think it's possible. From some of the things that I've seen on TikTok and just in different places on the internet, yeah, I, I believe it's very possible that the media could in fact perpetuate a horrendous situation as as a mass casualty event. I think the media definitely could. <laughs> Do some foods explode in your stomach? What kind of question is that? Some foods definitely explode in my stomach. I am lactose intolerant fun fact so there are lots of foods that are made of lactose that will 100% explode in my stomach is the life of a child worth 1 to you get what the life of a child is worth no money to me i will take 1 million children even if i have to give a dollar wait Wait, I don't understand this question. Uh, I don't think I have any more (laughs) questions. What fucking kind of questions were those? Oh my God. Never again will I ask questions to you fucking weirdos on Instagram. Because that hurt my brain a little if i'm gonna be honest that hurt my brain a little uh let's take a little break let's do a little break taiwan that one (laughs) Hope you enjoyed that little break. Hope you did. Um I, got, I came up with I came up with something cool. So what if these rappers were your therapists? Here's some one liners. This is if Pop Smoke was your therapist. You see that's the problem right there. You need the glizzy, you wanna take my? I say you need my glizzy, you wanna take my? Pop Smoke Um This is Drake Damn man That hit mad deep man You 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 mind if I write a song about that? That's Drake That's Drake stealing your ideas Uh Little Wing (laughs) See man When When life gave me a few lemons I I chopped them up And I ate them (laughs) That was a little win. Terrence Howard or DJ. DJ from Hustle and Flow. You see, man. I would have whooped that bitch, man. I don't let bitch talk to me like that, man. I would have whooped her, man. That's Terrence Howard, DJ from Hustle and Flow. That's a fictional rapper from a movie. And uh lastly, six nine. He you know what? Well tell cops he there. He right there. That's six nine. Obviously. <laughs> I, I I I I am not one for impressions, but I think all those were fucking spot on. And if you don't fucking agree, you can eat a dick sandwich honestly because i was i was i was fucking i guess judged i was judged the other day could you fucking believe i was judged all right i was judged on the people that i follow on instagram they're like oh you only follow super like attractive and like people that only do things and like content creators and I was like, yeah. Why the fuck would I want to follow ugly people who don't do anything? That why who who does that? Why would I do that? And first of all, that's super shallow. cuz it, it it's not just any content and it's not just any attractive people, okay? It first of all, it's inter it, it it's got to be entertaining, but it also has to be informational. That's to teach me something. Because that's what dragon is about is learning this is a learning experience and that's what i use everything for so fuck you no i don't want to follow your aunt rose okay she's weird she's really old she takes super close-up pictures to her face and she doesn't always have her teeth in no and then and, and then she, her OnlyFans fans is super weird okay i saw it on free day don't don't fucking force me to follow your aunt Rose because she's not eighteen anymore and she needs to cut it the fuck out. Because you're always sitting you're sitting over there casting aspersions when I'm only doing what I feel is natural, and that is to follow entertaining, creative. Sexy-ass individuals. Sorry. You know, and it fucks me up because me telling a joke on the internet is the same as, like, those girls who, those booty girls who post pics, okay? It's all we got. It's all we fucking got And that's all I fucking got And this was Dragon Lamb baby Thank you for letting me get inside Your motherfucking mind It is Matt Dragon You can find me on Dragon 2 Pressure On Instagram If you search Matt Dragon Anywhere you're gonna find my shit So please Have a good fucking day Thank you again Peace